Hi everyone, good morning. Uh, today's DT test is Micah chapter 6, verse 6 to 8. Uh, one of the most famous passages in Old Testament prophecies that talked about how we should relate to God in the context of treating people who are not as good as we are. Here Micah uh, is very similar to Amos. You know, both of them are from working class. They took interest in the ways the rich people treated the poor. And they uh, prophesize against hypocrisy and compartmentalized lifestyle of rich people, especially in the way they uh, related to the poor. The time that Micah prophesied a little bit later than Amos' time, but their prophecies are similar in this way. So let's take a look at from the perspective of uh, social injustice. Today's text uh, it's really warrants that kind of approach. When you think about rich people, right? Rich people tend to try to impress God with what they have, either their financial generosity or their rich talents or their many hours of discretionary time. Because of their rich resources, they were able to offer the most expensive type of burnt offering, the most lavished peace offering, such as thousands of rams and ten thousands of rivers of oil. Rich people hold on to their pride that they would not be satisfied about just assurance of God's forgiving grace and that they rather offer something for their sins. Right? They want to punish themselves through offering their one of most precious to the altar of the Lord because of their uh, rich resources. And this is exactly the way uh, Israelites neighboring nations related to their own deities. And those gods that they uh, served would have been very much happy with receiving all these offerings because that's what they wanted from humans as a requirement for their blessing. These gods would not care about what's going on in our hearts or in our daily lives. All they want from us is our offering, what we can do and give to them. If we satisfy their wishes in return, these gods would grant what people want. Uh, security and prosperity and success in every aspect of their lives. And this is what they believe. Uh, this sort of a give-and-take mechanical contract-like relationship defined the relational dynamic between gods and humans in all polytheistic pagan religions among Israelites' neighboring nations. So it confused Israelites as well that they were often tempted to follow their neighbors in the ways they relate to their Yahweh God, the Lord God. But Micah makes it very clear that what the Lord God required of them in their relationship with Him is not like that. What God wants them to do is what? Doing justice, loving kindness, and walking humbly with their God. Justice and kindness describe what the Lord God requires of the rich people when they relate to the poor. The rich often look down on the poor and they treat the poor very unfair way in their self-centered perspective, taking advantage of these people's vulnerable socioeconomic status, hiring the poor with impossibly low wage, and subjecting them to overtime work without paying any extra money, telling them to quit if they don't like that working condition, knowing that these people have no other choice. That's injustice. That's cruel, unjust exploitation that was prophesied against in this passage. They did not treat the poor with due respect toward their dignity as a fellow human. 
they forgot that we are all created equal before one creator. But you can see how doing justice, loving kindness related to their humble walk with God. So humbly working with God means what? Uh, they become humble about the fact that a lot of things they do before God is in fact uh, possible only through their materialistic blessing that they receive from God. When Jesus asked the rich young ruler to sell all his possessions and give it to the poor and to follow him, Jesus seems to appreciate the power of a materialistic foundation in someone's religious lifestyle. Just like Marx Engels Feuerbach pointed out in 19th century, as they advocated that the real foundation of life is means of production, in other words, materialistic riches. Indeed, it seems easier to serve God when someone is rich in his money, talents, health, and discretionary time. Let's say if I am already blessed with 100% remote, high-paying job, a lot of discretionary time because of its flexibility, many natural gifts, and very supportive affluent parents, and charming character with natural leadership and high EQ. Then it wouldn't be too difficult for me to do a lot of things for God because I just can. But what about poor factory worker from underprivileged background without college degree having to work 12 to 16 hours a day, six days a week, sometimes seven days, struggling with making his ends meet, having to take care of his sick mother. Then it would be hard for him to do much for the kingdom of God. He may not be able to offer much to God. But yet how would God look at these two people's lives? One thing that is very clear from the Bible is that God cares about people on periphery, marginalized people, people who suffer, people who are weak and vulnerable. So before I feel proud of what I have done for God, or before I complain about business of my life, I need to think about all these poor people who don't have the kind of means that I have, who cannot offer much, but yet love God so much in their hearts. And how do I view people who are like that? How do I treat people who seems to be not as good as I am, at least that's how I feel about Do I treat them with justice and kindness? Do I treat them with humility that comes from the realization that a lot of things that I do is because I can, because I have a, a lot of rich resources that I was blessed from God. At least I should be humble about that. Then the way I treat people, the way I look at people will be different. Then it will be more pleasing to God. Okay, that concludes our DT sharing. Okay, bye.